get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. Yesterday I had a question from someone in the comments and uh, she was saying that she wanted to move away from where she is into another location but she does not have the means to do so and she feels that it's a very real and very powerful desire that she has and should she follow that like would it be spiritual to follow that or should she try to let go of it and then if so how could she do it so one thing i want to say is that and, and this is something she said she said this this is probably a whole video well i'm going to tell you it's not just a whole video it could be an entire course i mean you could work with a guru for 10 years face to face on this exact issue it's not something that's uh, two simple steps and then you're free from all desire and, and there you go, you know, or uh, let's just say there's not an easy recipe for each person, which is why gurus existed in the first place for spiritual teachers, because each individual has a specific amount of forces that are moving within them at that time. And depending on where those forces are coming from, depending on what foundation the student is working from, will depend whether it is a true desire or a desire of the ego or the desire of suffering. Okay, so in the end, the letting go of desire is, is not really a complete phrase because it's really letting go of false desire. Now, there are yogis who did the Mahasamadhi path where they became free from all desire. But remember, these same yogis craved maha samadhi, which means they actually leave the physical body. They go into the light and become one with the Atman or God or light or the universe, whatever word you want to come up with. But they actually leave the physical body. So their whole, their whole purpose, and forgive me if my mouth is freezing here because it's pretty cold outside. It's like 10 below at least right now. So it might, might be... 16 below Celsius, of course, not Fahrenheit, because then you just see a snowman here if, if it was that. But, but what I'm saying is that these yogis were saying, I wish to become free of physicality altogether. They weren't the Siddhas specifically. Now, the Siddhas, they wanted to master the forces of the physical body and make a divine vehicle, which means grounding the light in this physical system. So some of you know the word Tantra. That's that's really what it is. It's a master of forces, not just sexuality, although sexuality can be desire in the denser form. So what most North Americans wish for, and, and I believe this is happening all over the world now, is how do we ground these forces and move with them in harmony in some way? So what I have found on this spiritual path is that you do let go of a certain amount of your own point of view and perception. But at the same time, as this perception is purified, then you follow forces that are more true and are a reflection of grounding divinity. So first you must let go of the mittens, you know, take your hand out of the mittens or the gloves. And then you seek a new glove, which is more sparkly, I guess. Right? It, it sounds so simple, but that's what I found. I found that in this time, 
desire is not necessarily bad, although it can be interpreted as so depending on who you talk to. There are certain desires which will destroy you. Addiction is one of them, right? Um, there are certain desires that you may have because you don't have the enlightenment or the illumination at the time to understand where that desire leads. So I could have a desire to fly and then jump off a building and then of course I hit the ground and, and <laughs> there's no coming back from that one, right? <laughs> so there are certain desires we know that are not true. They may be created from an intense dissatisfaction with this moment or an unfulfillment or a lack of nourishment in this moment. We feel that this moment is not good. I do not feel right. I need to change it somehow. And all sorts of problems with the mind and the body can emerge from that dissatisfaction. So my advice, and again, if you're happy with your desires, have fun with them. I'm not telling you not to be happy. If you're already happy and fulfilled, no problem, right? But if you're finding that your desires are causing dissatisfaction with you, then here are a few helping tips that may help you understand or gain a greater source of wisdom about who you are. Now this person said they do not have the means to move, although they have the desire to move. This is a classic case of having not much choice, right? Sometimes you are hit with a desire that says, hey, this is an unsolvable problem. And one thing I've found is that it's only unsolvable to the present point of view, right? If you all of a sudden became a genius or amassed a massive amount of skills with this specific situation, one could argue that you could get out of it or perhaps change it. But the first limiting thing that is going on is your point of view. Right? Your ego, the limitations of your own point of view and ego. So this is a gift. Life gives you limitations and then you are forced to go inwards and say, I will sit with this desire. And I recommend a 40-day discipline or a 120-day discipline of meditation, of mantra, pranayama, whatever yogic technique really resonates with you, but a 40-day discipline really does help you batter against this wall of desire, this wall of ignorance that you have inside you. And at some point, that wall falls and new possibilities enter into this moment. So the limitation that you're being hit with is forcing you to realize that the way you experience this moment has to do with your ability to experience. It's not necessarily telling you the truth. You know, being unsatisfied in a moment is not necessarily the truth. Now, just keep following me here, all right? If you go through many, many stages of meditation, many 40-day disciplines, and you are purely sincere in your search for fulfillment unconditionally, at some point you'll realize the desire starts to change flavor. It may still be there, but it's not with the same spikiness or ferocity 
or perhaps it's coming from a different place inside you. Now at that point, if you have the means to follow a new possibility or to follow the desire, and it feels like you've done the calculations and found out that this desire is not going to lead you to your doom, right? <laughs> and you, you feel like it is a pure desire, it's something that you need to do, then by all means follow it. Because the opposite side of things I've also found, there are desires that come from you truly, and no matter how much spiritual practice you do, if they are still there, if you do not follow them, evolution becomes very difficult. My spiritual journey began like that. There was a desire that I wished to fulfill, and until I fulfilled it, until I moved in that direction, because it was really a pure desire, nothing spiritually was going to happen for me. It was almost like a test. Do you trust your internal self? So there are many voices inside you, but one of them is truth. And as you purify desire, the false voices fall away, but the pure voice is still there. And it may tell you something different, or it may have a different way of communicating what it needs to communicate, but in the end, it is a desire that's saying, this is what you need to do in order to move to your next step of evolution. So first, you meet the limitation. You let go of the need to change the limitation. And you must be pure and truthful in this. Very authentic. You can't try to con life, right? And as you do this, the desire will either get stronger or it will get dissipated in some way or altered. Now, if you've been doing a lot of spiritual practice for a long time, and that desire just keeps on getting stronger and stronger and stronger, guess what? It's time to follow that desire. There's a very strong possibility of that. Now, of course, remember, I'm saying, because again, this is something that I'm not talking to an individual about. I'm just making a video in generality, in generalities here. If I could even say that because my mouth is frozen. <laughs> make sure that this desire is not leading you to doom or danger or problems because there are some people who are in addictive patterns who will try to justify any desire they have coming through them in any one moment so that is my disclaimer on this but yes sometimes the desires will point you in directions that are not as spiritual as you think sometimes they will lead you to certain conflicts Sometimes they will lead you to certain ways of being that are not peaceful. But this is also part of you wiggling free of the life that you've created for yourself that was based on a foundation of illusion, based on a foundation of a role of who you thought you were instead of who you truly are. So yeah, that's what I have to share about that in a general sort of form. Hopefully this helps you in your spiritual journey. 
Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.